Hello, and I want to welcome you for joining us for our very first podcast. This is all new to me, and I'm sure as we go through time, things will change. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to share with you some of the lessons that I've been learning. There wasn't a better book for me to turn to in this time in my life than the book of Philippians. Most of us know that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. At times in our life, rejoicing is difficult, isn't it? Joy at times is like a leaking bucket. We fill it up. We come. We sing praises to God. We, we experience His glory. We see wonderful things. And then all of a sudden, we begin to experience the hardships of life. And that joy begins to leak out of our bucket. And we find ourselves depleted one more time. And then we open back up the book of Philippians. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say it. Rejoice in that encouragement actually gives us a little bit of discouragement because we're not doing what the passage says. Rejoice. Maybe it's because we don't understand what Paul's calling us to in Philippians chapter 4. You see, he spent this entire book building up to that passage. And I think if we're going to be able to understand the joy that Paul wants us to have in our Christian walk, we first must understand the focus that he calls us to. We live in a world of disappointment. You know, Paul, as he writes this letter, is not in the perfect situation. He's in prison, not in a palace. He's in chains, not in a comfortable bed. He doesn't have a lot, and he relies on others. And yet Paul says, rejoice in the Lord. Other passages, he'll say, I've learned the secret of what it is to be content. You know, we live in a day and at a time when it seems like Satan wants to rob our joy. One trip to the doctor, and you hear the word, you have cancer. And all of a sudden, all of those happy plans that you had set before you seem to just vanish. Because now, your calendar is full of doctor appointments. Or maybe a child comes home and they say they're sick. A child comes home and they're disappointed. You know, we have so many things that want to rob us of our joy. Circumstances in life. You go to work and all of a sudden the boss walks in. And he says, your services will not be needed here any longer. You've got 30 minutes to clean out your desk and to go home. And you wonder, how are we going to make it? What am I going to tell my wife? What am I going to tell my children? And you feel like you're a failure. Circumstances can rob us of our joy. A fire, an earthquake, a storm, a hailstorm comes and and destroys. and, And you look at your bank account and you don't have the money to replace all that was taken from you. And all of a sudden you find yourself downcast. And you remember Paul's words, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say it, rejoice. And you wonder, Paul, how in the world can you do that? How can you, of all people, say that? You've been shipwrecked. You've been put in prison. How can you say rejoice? People can rob us of our joy. Sometimes people just rub us wrong. I'm reminded of a story of a mother who had a small little child, and they were 
getting into a busy hotel. And as they were getting into that hotel and, and they got into the elevator, the lady and her little boy got pushed further and further and further to the back to where there was hardly any room even to breathe inside of that elevator. And all of a sudden, you heard a big scream. Ah! And the lady turned to the mother and she said, your son bit me. She looked down at her son, surprised and aghast. That was not his character. And she looked down and, and she saw that the lady's large behind had been pushed right in front of her son's face. And her son said, she sit it on my face, so I bited her. You know, sometimes people just rub us wrong and we want to fight back. We want to bite them because they said something hurtful to us. They've done something hurtful to us. And it doesn't do any good to remember that hurting people hurt people because the truth of the matter is we're still hurt. And we still want to know that we matter. People can rob us of our joy. Things can rob us of our joy. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses, but yet too many times we allow our things to possess us instead of us possessing them. A car wreck, a fire in a home, a break-in, destruction, something broken that was precious to us can rob us of our joy. But I want you to know, there's a way to keep your joy in the midst of all of those trials. And as we go through the book of Philippians, I think you're going to see that it has to do with our focus and our mindset. Next time when we get together, I want to share with you four things that you can focus on that can help you in your walk with Jesus Christ. Keep the joy Keep the rejoicing that he calls us to because the Christian life is not a life of drudgery. It's not a life with a downcast face. It's a life full of hope. And even as life may be ebbing away, the Christian carries with them hope to the very end, so much so that it is a beacon to a lost and dying world.